Welcome to the Talk with Clads podcast. Your host is Katie Ann, an island girl on a journey with her guests to learn about their backgrounds, businesses, passions, experiences, life lessons, and wins. Come and laugh, cheer, learn, and plan with us. My friend, take some time to come and talk with Clads. Hello world, welcome to Talk with Clads. My name is Katie Ann and I'm going to be your host for today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How you doing? What's up world? Hopefully you are on your way to your goals. Um, you're achieving what you're supposed to be achieving and doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's almost um, midway through the year. May's almost done. Can you believe it? It's almost June. Um, yeah, because I, I guess like May has probably like a week and a half left. If uh, barely two weeks, because today is still what twelve, maybe two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, a little bit over two weeks. Uh, but there's so much that's going on in the news. Um, you know, the, the, the news right now is that Elon Musk um, bid $44 billion um, dollars on Twitter. And so they're going through that um, process right now. It's not finalized. I think that some Twitter users, have not Twitter users, but people who actually have ownership in the stock, um, have filed a lawsuit to stop it. Um, one of the things that Elon Musk said that he wants to do is to have to revert back or pass president's access, you know, with the whole um, last, what was it last year? When we had our, our um, primaries, um, they had suspended our previous president, uh, Mr. Trump's access. And um, Elon, Elon Musk thought it was too um, regulated. So now he, you know, he always says Twitter should have a edit button. So one of the things that he has pledged to is to revert and give uh, or pass president back his Twitter access. So very, very, very interesting. While this is going on, Tesla has a huge recall um, that's going on. But when I look around, I see a bunch of um, Tesla cars. So they're doing well. I've seen more more Teslas than I've ever seen. But given the gas prices, I think people are definitely going on more to um, getting electronic cars. Like I myself, I'm thinking about getting an, an electronic car because these gas prices are ridiculous. 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 This whole war. Um, interest rates are, are, are moving up. People think that it's predicted that we're heading back into a recession. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a great time to make sure you invest smartly and that you know you have stuff that can be liquidated quickly so that's what's some of the news that's going on i'm not capturing it all but it's may so you know it's also graduation season mother's day just went so hopefully you had a great mother's day we did a mother's day semi mother's day brunch in my family and that was courtesy of my grandma she wanted to be surrounded by her daughters um, for Mother's Day. So, I mean, she did most of the cooking. I was there to help. I was her assistant. 
the food came out great um everyone could show but you know as she's getting older she's 90 years old and she's still in the kitchen cooking so that's that's a celebration within itself um so that's what i did i didn't really rest um but i also wanted her mother's day to feel special even though she's not my mom she's my grandma uh, but my mom also came over so i got the opportunity to see my mom and if you you know mother's day it's, it's two folds because if you're if you have your mom and you're able to celebrate her that's great but i also know i have very close loved ones where their moms are not there and that is a very difficult period for them to go through so you know hopefully it was the best that you could make it um given whatever your situation was or or is um and now you know we've passed mother's day and now we're on to graduation may is filled Fill, 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 full, fuller, fuller. A lot of graduations where, you know, you've worked that journey. You've worked, you've gone to school, you've done the work. Now you're walking past the stage. And it's that sheer anticipation of graduation and saying, oh my God, I did it. It's a celebration. It's a joyous moment because some programs are very, very long. Some programs are short, but it's an achievement nonetheless. Um, I remember my first graduation was very, very excited. My husband was there. My mom was there. I actually had a child. So, so you know that I, my first graduation was one that was late in life. High school graduation is a whole different podcast. Um, but that was my first, I think getting my associates was my first at Palm Beach State. And my mom was there celebrating because it was the first time me walk, I was walking across the stage. Um, second one I was um, for the Atlantic University Go Owls. Um, that was good. And then my third one was during a pandemic. So I graduated virtually. Did the com- the all the, the pictures and, and stuff, but didn't get to walk the stage. And that was probably the hardest degree. Um, so hopefully when I'm finished with this program, I will be walking across the stage. Because you know what? If you work hard, you deserve to walk across the stage. I think like the pandemic kind of took that moment where, yes, you still got the degree, but you still didn't get that chance to say, oh, my God, what a celebration. It's not the same celebration when you're watching a a PowerPoint presentation and listening to people speak. So congratulations to all the new grads. Um, This is a wonderful moment for you. And I hope that you celebrate this accomplishment, whether it's high school, um, whether you're getting your associates, bachelor's, master's, PhD, if you're a doctor, any licensed teacher, celebrate. Celebrate this moment because you worked for it and it is a win. A win is a win. So make sure you celebrate those moments. And then you're like, well, now that you've you've you you've got you've walked um across that stage now what's next how do you prep for what are you looking for you know are you looking for a new job are you looking for a better job um you know and now you're going to do the interview after um celebrating that wonderful wonderful moment 
of you achieving your 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 degree so i wanted this this podcast to talk about um the interview because that's a phase um that you will go through and a lot of times we get the dreaded tell me about yourself and you're like well um what 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 do i say i want you to what, what what's tell me about about myself do you want to know about me personally do you want me to know me about me professionally and if you're a new grad with no um air work experience how do you answer the tell me yourself but before i jump into that um let's hear from our sponsors years it walks you through smart goals swot analysis action planning and holds you accountable through three monthly check-ins we work only with top quality materials innovative designs and verified suppliers which are guaranteed to deliver to our high expectations because when it comes to our customer satisfaction there's no room for compromise made with high quality pu leather and paper planner helps you focus on achieving your goals by giving you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction some of the amazing features of this product vision board planner luxury pen 8 gigabyte usb flash drive wireless mouse ultra elegant packaging box available in five stunning colors black red gold pink navy blue material pu leather 13 month planner elastic band for easy handling our footsteps to my vision is available at amazon facebook instagram our website and at walmart you may also follow us at www.cladsresources.com instagram clads resources facebook www.facebook.com forward slash clads resources forward slash do you want to provide a memorable experience at your event book pin bounce at 561-727-5488 pin bounce offers bounce houses cotton candy machines tables chairs and other event services in palm beach county florida we offer all you need in one place Follow us on social media using at PinBounce and to book your event, call us at 561-727-5488. Remember, we put the P in party with the PinBounce touch. Call PinBounce! You're listening to Talk with Clads. Find more resources online at cladsresources.com. Now back to the show with your host, Katie Ann. So how do you answer the tell me about yourself question? Are you going to talk about like um, your background, um, your personal life? Really and truly when an interviewer asks you the question, tell me about yourself. They're really speaking about um, more so your experiences um, your professional experiences because certain questions they can't um, ask it's illegal to ask certain questions they shouldn't ask if you're um, like any type of race um, type questions age because then that can lead to a whole different ball game um, so certain questions are prohibited in an interview now not every interviewer is trained to to um, 
know those types of questions. So sometimes, you know, they teeter on, on that uh, if you're with a hiring manager. But really, when someone says, can you tell me about yourself or tell me a little, give me a brief um, description of your background, what they're asking for is like your professional story. So going out there, make your story, tell uh, weave a story about your professional experience. Make sure it has a great beginning, uh, a riveting middle, and um, end it in the way that the interviewer is wants to know more and want wants you to to get that position. Make sure it ties into um, what the current position is that you are interviewing for. So I always like to say is when I'm prepping someone for an interview is to have the job description and make the job description tie in with what your past experience has been or if you have not worked before, if you're a student, um, any type of volunteer experience that you have, make it tie with that position if possible. If there's no way it ties, then it is what it is. But, um, you know, it could be what your interests are. Um, you know, I have been in such and such field for how many number of years during those years, these are some of the response, my responsibilities. Um, and one of the highlights of my, of this position that I did was, uh, I, 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 you know, saved the organization so much money in doing this, or I streamlined this process. Um, so those are, or, or, or things that you can discuss when, with the dreaded, tell me about yourself. Um, you know, don't go into, oh, I'm all your, I was born in 19, such and such. I am married to such and such who lives in such and such. Um, that's really not what the interviewer is looking for. They're looking for your professional experience. Um, if I'm using a certain, um, platform to advertise my position, is that working or not? Or should I go elsewhere? Is it an employee referral that's working? So if if you are referred by someone, say such say this person referred me. Um, if you're you know you're leaving school, your school counselor, or say I'm from such and such school, and they they highly recommended your organization for me to come in. You know, highly recommended your organization, and that's why I'm interviewing. Or you know I like your social stance um, on whatever the organization stands for. Uh, try to be unique in your approach if you can't that's okay but organizations really want to know um, where they're finding the candidate what works because what happens is on the back end of that sometimes that's where they'll put the more resources if they know that employee referrals are working very well they may streamline their employee referral program and put more money into that employee referral program if it's a certain job board that's working they may use that if you got like a, a campaign method like maybe like a text or um, a mail they will pour resources so i like to say be honest do your resource on the art not your resource, but do your research on the organization that you're going to, you're doing the interview for because you want to make sure that ethically you're on the same page. Um, you know, some people are about the money for me. It's more about um, where the organization stands ethically. Um, that more 
plays a bigger part based on where I am, you know, in my in my life. Um, what does the organization stand for? Um, so that that would be something that would be attractive to me. Um, you know, if if what what are their practices? What are their 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 past and present practices? And do I want to align my name with that type of organization? So do your research because in an interview, the interview is not only for yourself where you guys you are being interviewed for an or for a or you're interviewed by an organization but you are also interviewing the organization to make sure that it is the right fit for you also because you are going to be spending many 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 hours with the people that you work with and if it's a toxic environment that's not something that you want to be a part of so that's where those reviews come in when you're doing your research, where you're looking to see what past employees are saying and sometimes present employees are saying. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes there, there, there's information out there where has have there been any type of legal matters as, that has been taken or, or, or have they been fined for something? So those are things that you should look at when you're look, when you're interviewing, because those are questions you may not want to bring up the legal matters, but you may want to say, hey, I saw this review on such and such um, because at the end of the interview they said do you have any questions and then that those are things that they can clear up during the interview process so the interviews are two-way street the candidate is interviewing the employer and the employer is interviewing the candidate because you are trying to see on both ends if this relationship is something that's going to work for you both Another thing with the, um, what I I brought up is like, you want to make sure that the environment that you're going to write, if you're doing your homework on the organization and you're looking at its culture, right? Before the interview. And that's based on the branding, that's based on the feedback. Um, This is where your research is going to save you here because if it's an environment that's not aligned, you know, like if if, if the, the, um, the employer's culture um, and those are things that you're not going to see on a job description. But when, in doing your research, you'll find that, um, you know, you may you may go, OK, you know, I'm going to bow up grace, gracefully or this is a question that I want to ask um, in the interview. If you want a fast paced environment, those are things that you may see if you're looking for an organization that offers growth. Um, sometimes in the feedback, you'll see where great pay, but no growth opportunities. So. Do your your research. Do your research. I'm going to say that again a third time. Do your research before um, interviewing. And if there is information that you can't find on the organization, I would say that's a red flag. If the organization is not very transparent about their practices, it's a huge, 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 huge red flag. Red flag alert right there. Um, that, that's something that, that you should be wary of if an organization is purposefully hiding its information and they're not a government organization where certain, you know, practices or secrets are, are, are detrimental to, to, or society. All right. So pay attention to the red flags also, because as I said earlier, the interview is on both sides. Typically, um, you know, it's it's this this they'll say, oh, this is taboo. You shouldn't ask about salary. Now, some organizations are large enough that they have recruiters where recruiters will screen you and ask you 
what your salary expectations are. And before you walk into that in your first interview, you should already know about the salary, um, what the salary for the position is that you're applying to, what the market pays. Um, sometimes if you go on certain sites, um, they'll, they'll have those uh, surveys that empl- previous employees fill out. And that, you know, there are many, many resources out there that um, kind of gives you a market synopsis of what a position pays. So always ask the question because an employer has a budget in mind and, and they have to stick to that budget. Sometimes they're able to go over, but by not by much. So you have to ask the question of be real, be realistic in your expectation. If you... You, you can't want, you know, I mean, you have to know what you're worth too. You may think you're worth a million dollars, but really you're worth 10. That's not shade. But you have to be realistic um, with your expectations in terms of what the market pays and what an organization can pay because at most, most organizations are for profit and even non-for-profit needs to meet a budget. So when you're speaking to whoever is screening you, be it the recruiter, the hiring manager, before you walk into that interview, always ask what the position pays. And they may say, well, you know, well, what are your salary expectations? And then you can, you, you know, you can always say, well, um, this is my number, but what, what, what's your budget for the position? And turning, back, turning it back to that hiring manager or recruiter, they will then answer what the information, what the the pay rate is or the salary range is. If they don't want to answer and give you um, that number, that's also a red flag because that should be ironed out before you walk into the interview. Because when you go into an interview, you want the interview to be about you and not necessarily that you're, you're narrowing down what the salary is. You shouldn't be negotiating salary in an interview. That should already be a closed deal. The recruiter, the hiring manager knows what your expectations are and they're interviewing you knowing what you what you are looking for and you know what the position pays, not thinking that you can change it. Um, in previous experiences, I've had it where someone brings up salary in the middle of an interview in, of an interview and that can be a turnoff because that already should have been established. Um, and also, I would ask the um recruiter or hiring manager you know once you finalize you know is this the set rate and that's it so you go into your interview you know what the salary pays try to be at least 15 minutes early before your interview so that way if there's traffic or anything like that um you're not late for your interview because first impressions do matter um I had a little trick where I, before I interviewed someone, I would ask, call the front desk. They'd sit there. Maybe I wouldn't have them wait that long, but maybe five minutes. And I would say, hey, um, is this person, how, what, what's the person's attitude? And sometimes I sit at the front desk and the person wouldn't know that I'm the interviewer. So, uh, and just, and just to get the, and you would be surprised how rude (laughs) when candidates think that you're not speaking to the hiring manager, how rude they can be. But and, and how nice it can be, you know, because first impressions do matter. So be early, be courteous, um, you know, how you dress too. Just remember you're interviewing, you're selling yourself. Um, 
appearance does matter. Um, even if it's a work from home position, uh, you know, you, you're trying to put your best foot forward. So, you know, clothes should be clean. If it's what you have, what you have. I have, I've actually had, um, some candidates interviewed in, uh, I remember once a lady calling me and she said, you know, I really want to interview for this, for this position, but I am in the midst of a move and my clothes have not arrived. And she was driving down to interview and she's like, oh, is it okay uh, that I come in jeans and a t-shirt? And some people are like, oh my God, no, you have to be in a suit or a nice dress or whatever, a pantsuit or whatever, you know, you learn in school. And I was like, no, it's situational. She called. She Now, if she had just shown up, then that would have been a total different um, scenario. But she was honest in what was going on with her. And she she was still persistent in wanting to, to do the interview. And so, you know, she had a very, you know, she came in. She was very personable or, or she was using the T-shirt. It was clean. Um, you know, she presented nicely and she ended up getting the position. Um for multiple reasons. And one of that was because I liked how persistent she was um, and how she presented herself, even though she was in jeans and a t-shirt. Now, I'm not saying to go to an interview in a jeans and a t-shirt unless that's the company's culture. And they said, you know, we're very casual. You can show up. In, I've had it where I've shown up. You know, they're like, but well, well, on the flip side, they say, you know, we're a very casual environment. Um, you know, no need to be all dressed up, coming in jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, no, let me do my first impression. And showed up and I was like, oh, I should have worn jeans and a t-shirt because that walk was long and I was wearing heels. So I remember that very, 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 very well. Interview went well, still got the job. But at the end of the day, um, you know, pay attention to what the hiring manager is saying. And if you have something that is, stuff happens, you know, stuff happens. If you have a, an incident like like the, the, the lady um, in in many many moons ago, this happened. I think at least um, ten years when that happened, you know. But it's still memorable because of of how she explained it and and the end result. So pay attention to the envi- environment. Arrive early. Do your research um, about the organization because you want to know what you're getting yourself into. I like to say it's a marriage of employer and employee. Um, and also pay attention to the organization's culture. Is it one that offers growth? Is it one that, you know, they grow, but then they go back down? Because if an organization grows and then they go back down, that's also a telling sign. So pay attention to those red flags. Uh, pay attention to the reviews um, that are left and what pe- previous or sometimes present employees are saying. Uh, remember the interview is both ways. You're interviewing the employer as much as the employer is interviewing you. Um, know your worth. And when I say know your worth, know what the market pays. Do your research. Um, don't be afraid to discuss salary because at the end of the day, you're the one that um, you're going on with the salary. You need to know if you if it's if it's something that is okay with you. Does it meet your expectations? Um, and also be realistic in your expectations and be transparent to the employer too in terms of how you heard about the position because that's the metric, that's the information that they're going to take back and pour resources into. And if it's something that they weren't even thinking about, then they'll, they'll, they'll pour more resources into it. And if it's an employee that's referring other employers, 
let that employer know because sometimes they may not even know the employee and they can give the um, employee the, the necessary um, recognition that he or she uh, may may deserve. And if you're applying to other positions, I, I you know, and ask them how long they take to give you back that decision. Because some employers, it's, it's now a candidate's market. You're graduating. Yes. As I said before, you've made such a big accomplishment. And many employ many candidates now, it's a candidate's market. If you are sitting at the, the table with an employer, just know it's your market. Um, going back to be real, realistic in your expectations. But the process should not be a long process unless it's a position that requires a certain amount of uh, clearance, it's an executive level position, then there are multiple tiers to the interviews. But even then, that should be a, a, um, a shortened process as much as possible. And so you can speak to the, you know, and you can close out and say, hey, I'm applying for other positions. And, you know, how, how long um, is your process? I'd love to work for your organization. I, I want to know how long is your process? How long do you expect to reach to um, your decision? How many candidates are you interviewing for this position? <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and, you know, how quickly will I hear back from you? Because you don't want to be left in limbo because unfortunately you do have recruiters. Well, they will come to a decision and they'll not follow up. And then they'll leave you, the candidate at the end, wondering, well, am I getting the job? Eventually you figure out that you didn't get the job or if you got the job. <coughs> but follow-up needs to be be made. So that's something that you can ask in the interview. Don't be afraid. Congratulations again to all and all our graduates who are, are listening. Um, I think it's such a huge accomplishment. And as you get ready for the next big venture or to start a new venture, I'm, I'm going to do a few more podcasts on like just interview preps, um, that's actually my area of expertise. Um, so I'll try to offer more of, of, of those types of podcasts. And as, as I bring other um, um, industry experts on in that area. So congratulations, congratulations. Make sure you celebrate. Um, Father's Day is coming up. If you have a business owner, make sure you're planning. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But thank you everyone for taking some time to talk with clads and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Bye guys. Clads Resources and Consulting values its customers. Our planner footsteps to my vision is a 13 month planner that can be used for five years. It walks you through SMART goals, SWOT analysis, action planning, and holds you accountable through three monthly check-ins. We work only with top quality materials, innovative designs, and verified suppliers, which are guaranteed to deliver to our high expectations because when it comes to our customer satisfaction, there's no room for compromise. Made with high quality PU leather and paper planner helps you focus on achieving your goals by giving you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction. Some of the amazing features of this product Vision Board Planner, Luxury Pen, 8GB USB Flash Drive, Wireless Mouse, Ultra Elegant Packaging Box, available in five stunning colors, black, red, gold, pink, navy blue. 
Material, PU leather. 13-month planner. Elastic band for easy handling. Our Footsteps to My Vision is available at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, our website, and at Walmart. You may also follow us at www.cladsresources.com, Instagram, Clads Resources, Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Clads Resources forward slash. Thanks for listening. Find us on social media at Clads Resources and online at www.cladsresources.com. Our planner, Footsteps to My Vision, is also located on our website or on Facebook, Instagram, or Amazon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep creating your footpath to your vision.